we need Rooney rules and affirmative action still because we are not there yet. There is there is still way too much, in my opinion, discrimination, way too, too much power in places where people are still suffering and not moving ahead and having to work through uh, systems of privilege uh, and supremacy. Let's begin. Blank paper and pen. Stories to tell. Battles to win. Deep breath and count to ten. Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin. Let's begin. This is Leroy Barber with the Sit Up Podcast. Coming to you today with a, a new topic. And today we're gonna be we're gonna be diving into some sports topics, and uh, we promise to talk sports. And this this uh, segment will be on um, maybe there's some privilege in the NFL we should talk about. Uh, so Drew and I we going we gonna be shooting yeah. back and forth. Yeah, I think it's it's important to talk about this because I'm I'm, I'm very curious about the Rooney Rule. Like, <laughs> what is the accountability for the Rooney Rule? Right, like, right. we know they have to interview a person of color, but do they? You know, so uh, I don't know. I mean, so, yeah. So uh, so y'all know uh, just one thing. I, I, I'm getting a lot of questions and Drew asked this as well. Like, so how is this year different from last year yeah. when last year I didn't watch any football, not a down. I didn't listen to stuff uh, and just kind of tuck myself away for a year. And um, it, it, it really was a learning year for me around uh how how much football played into my life um, in some in some ways that I wasn't really being critical as much as I think you know thought I was around the NFL and around NFL coaches and obviously Kaepernick brought a lot of that to to the table and last year was kind of an examination year for me kind of had to examine where this fits in my life where this fits in the life of our family. Um, where the injustices were and all those kind of things. And it, it, I learned a lot. And we probably should do a podcast on that. Actually. Yeah, we definitely have to. We yeah. should, we, yeah. We're going to tease out a show um, on what I learned from the protests. So uh, you should sign up for Sit Up Podcast anyway, but definitely look out for that show because I think I can go into some stuff on um, what I learned about the protests. So I started watching again this year, um, definitely with a lot, lot less like, I've watched a lot less even even in coming back. I don't watch it as much. I'm uh, uh, a lot of lot more busy. I used to form my life around it, and I, I, I don't think I do that as much now. Right. Um, so those are some of the changes I made, but we're going to tease that show out. Yeah. But to let's talk about um, one, you know, for those of you who know football um, and uh, know, like, this day after this, the, the season ends, they call it Black Monday. And it's when all the coaches get who who haven't done well uh, in some respect get fired, and so it starts like the the afternoon of the last game, really. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Like, yeah. Like yeah, people were fired yeah. before the other games finished. <laughs> yeah, right. So yeah, it, as soon as you get to the locker room, it's like, hey, just keep going to your yes, car. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So. so one, like, why, 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 why do they call it? They call it Black Monday, right? This affiliation with blackness and negative, right? So it's, you know, it's a little bit. Of, I got a little problem there, right? Like, uh, but you know, that's 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 become a norm in society that we probably need to change some of that some of that thinking as well um but eight jobs opened up eight jobs eight nfl jobs opened up 
Um, and if you listen to that little teaser I put out before we came on live, six of those jobs have already been filled by white coaches. Right. Um, and uh, um, Dale Henson, who is the who is the reporter, uh, goes in hard around like, why are we now focused on this one young coach? Uh, McVeigh and trying to hire all of these young white coaches in the same vein. And he actually goes on, he actually says like, how can this young white coach um, who got fired from a job, who got fired from Texas Tech, get another job, right? Um, because he looks like, and he, I mean, you need to listen to this thing. He's like, well, he meets the qualifications, right? He's, he's offensive minded, right? He's, yeah. uh, he's young and he's white. And he goes, and not in that order, right? And and he goes on to talk about his privilege and his privilege in sports. Um, so uh, I w- we want to tease this out a little bit. Like, if you're following along, throw out questions so that we can answer those in real time. I just wanted to have some fun today um, to kind of show a little bit of how we how we do these podcasts. Um, uh, we're going to do a podcast also on uh athletes getting paid that one we're working on right now so look for that one in a couple weeks um we just had a national uh a a college game where a freshman helped make millions and millions of dollars but doesn't get paid so we're gonna gonna talk about that as well um but for today what what, like there's something called a rooney rule in the nfl and so the nfl came up with a rule that says if you're going to hire a a coach a head coach uh because the league is 75 percent black you need to interview coaches, black coaches. And if you're going to fill a position, you have to, as a matter of fact, they made it a policy in NFL. And we've seen some success from that policy. We, there are now more black coaches who have gotten jobs, but um, we're starting to see a little bit of a trend in another way um, and want to talk about that. Why, like, do we, do we experience this? Like, do we, like, do you experience like a policy happen or you see folks of color or black folks start to make some strides because of a policy change and then there's reaction to that. Some would say that's what yeah. we're in the yeah. middle of in our country right now, right? A reaction yeah. to a black president. So is that similar in life for folks? Is it the same? I don't know, what do you think? Man? I think, well, I think this is, this is politics and sports blending again because mm-hmm. I feel like, this is the NFL making the NFL great again, so to speak. You know, like it's kind of one of those things where you you have a situation where the owners are trying to do everything that they can to return things back to the safe money making machine that it was. And that's just me wow, on the dude. outside looking uh-huh, in. I can't uh-huh. speak for them. Right. But it sometimes appears that way. Now, there's an argument that I want to be very clear that we're not really making here. This isn't about winning and losing. Right. Because if it was about winning and losing. There's a coach that's in the playoffs now that shouldn't be there in Jason Garrett. And I'm not right. saying that just to pick on you. <laughs> but <laughs> hey, it's, it's, Cowboy fans, you see he got that KC hat on, right? Like, and now he's gonna hate on the Cowboys making a point. No, I was just saying, but you know, he it's the same thing with Marvin Lewis. Everyone across the board knows it was time. Right, it was time right, five right, years right, ago. Right, it was time. Right, you know. Right, right, so right. It, it's not a thing of winning and losing. It's about getting a fair shot. Uh, to true, to true, be true, represented true. in places and positions of power. A head coach wields a lot of power on a team yeah. to help mold the yeah. direction of a team yeah. Yeah. and to be able to for players to know that someone they look like mm-hmm. is in charge of helping mold mm-hmm. the team mm-hmm. and pull the team in a different direction. That's motivational. That's yeah. a great yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. And so to shut that out and to not even consider 
should we bring in some people that look like the players? That's one of the things that, <laughs> right. that is disturbing about this. But, of course, in real life, 100%. Mm-hmm. Like, we all mm-hmm. see that. And mm-hmm. this is just one area that has a lot of attention. So it's like right. we have right. to have the Rooney rule because, truthfully, in real life, people are, uh, like, mm-hmm. we we don't mm-hmm. get the benefit mm-hmm. of the doubt anymore. Uh, people make affirmative action jokes and they, you know, like, it's yeah. all, it's yeah, not yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. same, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, <laughs> dude, you hit a lot of stuff. I, I like I like that line. Make make the NFL great again. Let's get back. Let's get back to the old days where it was black players and white coaches. Man, that's uh, that's 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 cool. Um, so I I, I I don't know. I think um, yeah. So I see you, Stephanie and Adam, Tyrone, Kristen, Heather, Lynn, and and Linda. Thanks for thanks for. Chiming in and shoot some questions, but yeah, we uh, Tyrone just asked, "Can we do a show on a on a wrestler that uh, that got his that who had to cut his hair?" Absolutely, we need to yeah. we need to throw that in the mix, yeah. and uh, we'll, we'll we'll the way the show set up is we try to like we try to introduce a topic, put some questions out, and then get somebody who's a little more connected in that space as an interview. Um, so so we'll we'll look for that and try to try to throw that out, but but. A policy had to be made, right? Yeah, yeah. A policy had to be made for change to happen for something that is mostly people of color, mostly black folks, didn't have any black people in leadership capacities, right? That fits so many stories, right? I'm looking at a list of folks that's on, like, we got, uh, I mean, uh, Stephanie's a pastor, Tyrone's a pastor, right? Like, um, like, is that, do you find these things the same, like, in other spaces in life? Like, the, like mostly black folks being served or part of constituency, but not in leadership? The NFL, the NFL um, made a policy to correct that. I mean, I'm going to give them kudos for doing that because not a lot of places are doing that. That actually is helpful. Um, but then in reaction to that, um, here we are. I don't know. The Rooney Rule was first to come in. It had to be 15. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it's been um, maybe 20 I think years. Mike it? Tomlin, it was before Mike Tomlin. Um, What's it was, it's been a while. It's, yeah, it was uh, 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 um, actually um, Tony Dungy was one of the first yeah, coaches yeah. who came in under Rudy Rule, right? Yeah. So that's, so, oof, yeah, that's 20, 20 years ago. Yeah, that's about 20 years. Because yeah, remember yeah. before we had like Art Shell. Uh-huh. uh-huh <laughs> like, and that was uh-huh. it for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was, it, was, it was a necessary thing. And what was mm-hmm, funny mm-hmm, at the time, mm-hmm. racial tensions weren't as heavy in sure. America. So it kind of snuck in when it needed to. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, I think it wouldn't have passed. Like, if, if you ask them to redo that now, and I don't think the NFL owners would do it now. You don't? I think, yeah, not at all. I, but really? I, it, in this current political climate, I don't believe that they feel like they would have to. I don't, wow, you know, it, it, they, there's that freedom to, but I think at the time when it did come in, you, t- you look back 20 years where we were, you know, that I think that they felt like, okay, this is, not a big deal. We'll just give, you know, matter of fact, we'll just name it after you, Art. You know, like, it wasn't even a, a thing of, of to protest. It was just a small thing that says, okay, wow. we're down. We'll, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh, and, and it was uh-huh. to save face. I don't think that, but to be honest with you, has it been effective is really the question. Because we see. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a good question. So, all right. Would Tony Dungy have gotten a job without the Rooney Rule? Uh, 
he, you know, I don't, I can't say yay or nay on that. I, I think that people knew he was the mastermind, mm-hmm. but I don't think it, it, it was the tradition. So yeah, probably he did get, get the job because of the requirement. So right. yeah, so good came from that. And so Tony Dungy has done a lot more yeah. for not just football, but for athletics, for um, he's involved in a whole lot of other issues around um, adoption and all these kind of things. And has, yeah. uh, I think he's in like set up some kind of counseling services and helps folks get. So here is a here is a man who like is an obvious football mind, African-American who would not have gotten a job without the Rooney rule. Yeah. So I have this. I don't know. I have to say that it it has done some good. Yeah. Um, but it's probably a, 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 a like you know an underbelly. Too, yeah, right? I wouldn't get rid of it. I'm not suggesting uh-huh. that it needs uh-huh. to go away. I like uh-huh. that it serves a purpose. It should be there, and I think if anything, it should be a reminder to individuals who are irritated that it exists. Mm-hmm. Think about mm-hmm. it. I'm also I'm for it, but I'm also irritated that it has to exist. Right. right. So right. let's sit right. with that together right. for a minute. Yeah. And you realize that like yeah. it shouldn't have had yeah. to exist yeah. from yeah. the get go, yeah. and it yeah. shouldn't yeah. still yeah. need to be there. Yeah. You know, a man should get a fair shot. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the truth of the matter is mm-hmm. you don't want to give them a fair shot all the time. Right. And that's a problem. Yeah. Now, so there's some, and I'll check my messages here. Cause every time I talk about something, I get messages to, you know, hating on me a little bit, but the, um, the, 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 the question I know is going to be put to me sometime in the next day or two is, isn't that tokenism? Yeah. Well, you know, right. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be put out. Yeah. So what's the what's the ugly side of that? Like who's who would be asking you that question? That's well, <laughs> they ask me that question. Like, I mean, I get asked that question yeah. a lot. Like, isn't this tokenism? And my answer is like, no, it's not tokenism. If you are if you're not hiring people only because they're black. Right. Yeah. Tony Dudgy wasn't hired only because he was black. Yeah. He know football. And he, he obviously knows it very, very well. The rule made him like push that he had to have opportunity yeah. to show that he know he knows football. So I think that's the argument that you'll see more than anything. Is it necessary to have it still? Because we look at you now. We we acknowledge that black coaches can do well. So mm-hmm. let it. We'll behave from here on out. You don't have to make us do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. What would you say to that argument? No, nah, we're not there yet, bro. <laughs> no, no, nope. that's an illusion. No, nope. like that. we're not. We we're not all the way there yet. People aren't like, there. Yet. No, no, no. I, I I I I we need Rooney rules and affirmative affirmative action still because we are not there yet. There is there is still way too much. In my opinion, discrimination, way too too much power in places where people are still suffering and not moving ahead and having to work through uh, systems of privilege uh, and supremacy. I I I think I think yeah. we like those things are still needed. Yeah, and I think that that's that's the appropriate answer. But I think that that's what I that's what I usually get mm-hmm. when when these type mm-hmm. of discussions mm-hmm. come up. People want to believe that we live in this utopian society that mm-hmm, doesn't see mm-hmm, race, mm-hmm, especially mm-hmm. post like uh, Obama administration. Right, right, it's right, like right, we right. had a black president. Everything's cured. <laughs> right, we don't need right, any right, of these right. things anymore. And I think that that's usually the the argument right. that I, I I know that I would face, right. you know, after this. So, so so this is raising issues for me. So the new so I think there's a new str- like not even a new strategy, maybe a new awareness that maybe we're ju- I'm just learning or coming to is that. 
even when strides are made, right? Even when, so we see a black president, we see more coaches in the NFL, we see more commentators on TV, even with gender, right? right. We see more yeah. women sportscasters now than yeah. we have, right? Uh, and some of them are, re- like, some of them are really good, right? Uh, yeah. And who, it does, like, their knowledge of sport and understanding of sports, it's not tokenized. This is not about hiring yeah. because he's a woman. But there's a backside of that. There's a reaction to that that I think happens. Um, out, I mean, I guess it comes from supremacy or it comes from power, probably, right? Right. Because it could be male. It could be if you're like, right? It could be race, right? It could be gender, right? It could be a number of issues that cause that reaction. So we've got to strategize around that reaction for yeah. long-term sustainability, right? I think one of the, the key factors that I've always looked at with that is is the the strategy of the supremacist, like the person who don't, maybe even they don't realize they're doing this, is mm-hmm. that I will give you an inch so that I can take a mile. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's it's it means like it's the same story with gentrification. It's like, you know, I'll give you your pocket of town. I'll give mm-hmm. you this. Mm-hmm. I'll give you an inch. Mm-hmm. I'll, but I'm going to take the long run. I'm going to take everything else so that you're, if I can put you separate and equal over in a corner somewhere. <laughs> separate and equal over, over there. there right. Yeah. Then right. you can have your village. You can have your corner. I will give you the opportunity to interview, uh-huh, but uh-huh. I won't give you the NFL. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. It doesn't matter that, you know, I won't give you ownership right, of a team. Right, I won't right, get, right. but I'll give you an interview. That doesn't necessarily mean mm-hmm, I'll even guarantee mm-hmm, you the job mm-hmm. enough to get you to just be quiet. So it's sort of like, I'll give you an inch, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to still take them out. Interesting. So, so when we're talking about things like the NFL that are um, like, I mean, major institutions in this country and around the world, right. Um, Thinking, Hey, we've got to make some changes right around coaching because this league is 75% black and we don't have enough black coaches. So we need to make a policy change. That policy change what's the mo- the motivation might still be making money, right? Yeah, it still is. So yeah. we can't really rest in our rest, you know, on those small advances because we really want to change bigger structures, right? So, and what we've got to plan for is small advance changes are going to cause a reaction, right? So supremacy and all that stuff is going to push back and react. Then what's the next step? after that reaction happens. We got to strategize in that space. Yes. And I think that that's where sometimes there's a failure. So like as far as black player associations, uh, black coaches associations, this is the time where their voice needs to be heard. Mm -hmm, This mm -hmm, is the part mm -hmm. where what's your strategy now? Uh The uh door has been opened, but how are you going to continue the Rooney rule to be you? You know, like how are you going to stop the loopholes? Right. Because there have been several loopholes that have been put out there and they're taking them. Mm -hmm, It's the reason mm -hmm. why teams are hiring coaches really quick. And we don't even know what black player or what black coach that they interview because they may have like interviewed the janitor or someone mm-hmm, else, just mm-hmm, anybody mm-hmm, in the organization. Mm-hmm, hey, if you mm-hmm. and it's token, you know, like, like, hey, we got this guy. Boom. Right, Let's interview right, him. Right. No intent of actually hiring him. No, they yeah. just checking a box. Yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. uh, that's that's the loophole that now yeah. it's time to fight that loophole with the NFL so right, that right, the NFL right, can have a little bit more right, equality. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you just join us, we are. Um, uh, the, the sit up podcast is what we're, we're talking about a little bit. We, uh, we release a new podcast every Monday. Uh, you can find it on Facebook at sit up podcast, but we, we thought today, uh, because it's, you know, it's a uh, football day. It's, uh, I'm sitting in my cave and getting ready for the Cowboys. Uh, uh, Drew, uh, who yeah. produces this podcast with us and, uh, 
uh, is a KC fan, so his yeah. game is yeah. on up it's, there. It's coming on it's here in a minute. To, so this shows how on. much I love my yeah. like what I do for a living. Oh, so <laughs> and <laughs> he's already given out a little bit of his cowboy hate. So he he snuck it in and kind of making well, like a I point. I told but, like I told you the other day. I don't need to be sitting down on my couch at a certain time in my cave. My team doesn't need superstition. When you have a good team, you can be anywhere and they're gonna perform. Uh, That's just well. You know. I see an Alabama fan out there who joined us. His t- I, I don't know. Hey John, did your team need to be a certain place at a certain time or you should? And John went. The, the, I, I don't want to put your business out, John, but you went to the game and maybe you should have stayed home and watched it. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> but we're talking about black coaches and we're talking about the NFL, which had eight open positions um, and have filled six of them um, with white coaches, young white coaches, not a lot of experience. Uh, one coach in particular um, was hired uh, after getting fired from a college team, but now has a job in the NFL. And so... Um, how many how many black coaches are getting overlooked is is what we need to talk about. And we tease it out. There's a, on my Facebook page. We there's a report. There's a, a, a journalist from Dallas, uh, Dale Henson, who who gave a little commentary on this, uh, and it's a fascinating commentary. He didn't pull any punches, so we decided to do a little bit a live show here. Uh, the podcast name, Kristen, is Sit Up Podcast. Uh, our first episode is out last week. Uh, new one's coming out Monday, and we're we will be teasing out some topics around sports, around innovation, around theology. Uh, I do a lot. I do work with the uh, United Methodist Church of the greatest, Greater Northwest area. Uh, and so part of this podcast is to is to get some thought out around theology and then uh, talking about injustice, which is also part of that as well. So and we're trying to use a, a form of, of uh, what we call public discourse. So you don't have to argue with folks uh, about their points. <laughs> you just need to have reasons for your own. That's, right. that's, right. the, that's a public discourse, right, uh, space. Don't, don't tell me what the other person said wrong. Tell me the reasons why you believe what you believe. Like, that's, what, that's what we're trying to, uh, to tease out here in the Sit Up podcast. So, you got a good question there. So we got a question. Um, do you think the league, uh, being 75% to 80% African-American, we should be given more of a choice to be owners, not just handed, uh, but just uh, uh, a chance to be owners? Well, that's a great question, uh, Tyrone. And I think so some of the some of where the league, some of where uh, what happens is the league is also right. It's also private business. Right. And um, and so it gets it gets this thing of like uh, they don't they would fall back on. We don't give opportunities for ownership. You you know, you got to have enough money. You have to have, you know, uh, enough, uh, you know, uh, uh, I don't know, societal. Uh, what do they call it? I forget what they call it. You got to have some kind of standing in yeah. society. Right. To be an owner. Um, and who knows who makes those rules? So if it's about money and it's about private business, then, yes, anybody can be an owner, but everybody isn't. There's only 32 of them. Yeah. Um, so, yes, I think there should be more more owners. But how yeah. like where are those owners going to be going to come from? Who are there like who's going to back them? How do they put money groups together? We've seen we've seen uh, Magic Johnson make some strides in basketball. We see Michael Jordan make some strides in basketball. Um we haven't seen many in the NFL space in football. Yeah, um, and that 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 does does need to be 
uh, taken into consideration. And I think the way, and this will probably be something we circle back onto our, uh, onto our podcast on this, is that the NFL does get some government funding in a lot of different ways, right? So the NFL is funded in stadiums, right? Yeah. Government funds are used to build stadiums, right? Now, now there are some owners that are building their own. Uh, Jerry Jones built his own. So uh, just, just, just saying, I, yeah, just, just making a point. <laughs> okay. Uh, and um, but there's government government funds that get used get used for that. And the NFL, if you don't know, has an antitrust exemption. Okay. So they are they are they they get a pass on monopoly. They're yeah. allowed to have a monopoly. Yeah. So because of that, we can actually push back and and maybe push some government policies with the NFL because they have those because they they get to take advantage of that antitrust trust exemption. A lot of people don't don't know about that. So yeah, that's a that's a that's a lot. You know what I'm saying? That's a a lot of opportunity. I think we re- we don't you know a lot of the NFL owners mm-hmm. are in that upper one percent or close to it, and there's just not a lot of African Americans or people of color in that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like you said, when we do get ownership opportunities, it's usually you got to get together with other you know other groups and right. and put money together. So I think it'll come in the future, but. Those are also a group of people who, when they pass away, they pass their team on. Yeah, your team stays in their family, right? Yeah, like, it's nothing you can do about that. Like Jerry yeah. Buss passed yeah. away, and his his kids now own the team, right? Or so, or even like with the guy who just who owns the Seahawks and the Trailblazers, who just passed yeah, away. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. he had really no family, so to speak, other than his sister. But his company has it, right. and what his company does with it, maybe they will sell mm-hmm. to a to a minority group. But it to say it gets dicey to say you have to though. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, the, uh, but Green Bay, there's a they, they're a public company. Sure, yeah. I, I don't know yeah. how they set it up, but apparently Green Bay Packers is owned by uh, the community. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I, like I those grocery it. stores that say that they're owned by the employees, but <laughs> you know, like, I don't know what that means. Right, There's still right. someone who's getting right, the majority right, of the money. Right, right. Hey, but, so shoot us some questions, y'all. If you if you have them out there, thanks to folks. I see uh, Cheryl jumping on and some other folks uh, listening in. We are just uh, we're, we're teasing out a little bit, a little bit live show here today um, because it's football day and uh, we can tease out a lot of theme, theme, themes and life out of football and out of sports. And um, and we try to tie we're trying to tie some of those some of those things in. Well, give me a playoff prediction then. Uh, here's my picks for the, here's my picks for the weekend playoff prediction. This is straight from Leroy Barber um, <laughs> and. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs will win today. I predict that. I predict that. The Dallas Cowboys will win today in L.A. Yes, we will take that game. I don't care, Todd Gurley. You're going down. Tomorrow's games, uh, one of these games is probably being picked out of my heart. Right. Oh, more than not my, the last one. Okay, no, but no. one of the one of these. Okay. <laughs> Today's were all all you know logical. Okay. Proven, logical. Right. Like picks, all right. Right. Uh, tomorrow's. I yeah. I just got to go against Tom Brady. I just. I, I, yeah. I, Drew. You know, and yeah. I, I want Drew Brees to win. I, I kind of he's yeah, been around a long time. I want him to win. So that pick is kind of kind of that way. Yeah. And the last pick is not out of my heart either. Philly will go down. That's that's a. That, that the same. That's out of your heart. That, <laughs> I gotta say, you're not being. That's 100 out of, out of an ugly place. <laughs> that yeah. That, that, that's football, man. It yeah. Is, I mean, well, I mean, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. Like, there's a lot of. I don't see 
the Cowboys potentially winning. However, any given Saturday, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe today they can. This I man don't. is sitting in my man cave. That's why I'm not Where, saying you that see they're that gonna star, lose. You see that star behind my head? Yeah. He's sitting under that star picking against the Cowboys. I, Unbelievable. No, I, it's just, I don't uh, know. Yeah. So. All right. Well, well uh, thank you folks for jumping in. And uh, uh, if you get a chance, uh, download e- episode one's already up on the Sit Up podcast. Um, and uh, that's on Facebook. You can find it. You can shoot questions to me at any time uh, on that on that Facebook page, and we'll tease those out. Any shows you want to see, uh, definitely hit us up. Um, hit me on Twitter at Leroy Barber. Uh, you can get me uh, through that. Um, you can also, um, if you want to tease out uh, again, themes around theology, themes around injustice. That part of this is is to tease out some of those things in public discourse as well. Um, and we'll continue to continue to do that. But uh, thanks for thanks for jumping in and listening today. Uh, and we will uh, we'll see you. Uh, our next uh, our next podcast goes up Monday. We're continuing the theme of looking at why black people need to be nice. Right. That's that was our first podcast. We did part one uh, this week. We're interviewing Mickey Scott Bay Jones, uh, leader, woman of color. Um, and we're, we're asking her the question. As a woman of color, does she have pressure to be nice? Tune in for that uh, out this Monday. Sit up podcast, Leroy Barber, producer Andrew Morgan. Uh, thanks for being with us. We appreciate it, y'all. Talk to you soon. Go Cowboys. Let's begin. Let's begin.